0: Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. If you've been here before, welcome back. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. As you may not know, I've written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. I'm the Managing Director and Founder of The Brief Lab, where we help people think clearly, and communicate concisely. It's really glad to have you here today, and I'm excited about talking about today's uh, topic because it's one that I've talked a lot about my courses, which is the connection between comedy and clarity. Why am I making the connection? I have clearly love comedy, and I try to insert it in the podcasts. Sometimes they're dad jokes, and I apologize. But I I see a parallel between these two these two skills. And when we look at comedians, we might think, well, they're just naturally funny. And when we think about clear communicators, we might think the same thing. You know, this person's just good at this. It turns out they're both a craft. Now, I wouldn't go so far as to say anybody can be a comedian, but you can learn how to do it. And what inspired me to do this podcast was a friend of mine, Evan, who's in the special operations community he is starting his hand at comedy. How do I know this? Well, about yeah, three or four months ago, he was in a course. And at one of the breaks, I just made a comment to him. I said, Evan, you're really funny. You should do stand up comedy. And he said, You know what? I am. And I kind of stopped and I said, You are? And he said, Yeah, I, I, um, I'm trying out some comedy at a local place. And I said, I didn't think there were any comedy clubs. Uh, where I live in North Carolina. This is in Aberdeen. So he's like, no, I I went on an open mic night and it wasn't even open mic for comedy. It was open mic for music, which is even funnier. He calls the place and he says, hey, do you have open mic night? And he's, I want to come by. He comes by and he does comedy. He does his first stand up routine and he sends it to me. And I got together with him a few times um, afterwards. And we talked a little bit about, I said, I want to follow along with your journey as you start to become a comedian and study what the process is from starting and becoming good at it. And it's a craft just like clear communication, and that's the point of the podcast. So he sent me some some clips and some videos. And I started thinking about comedians that I like. And I asked this from our classes, in our courses from time to time, in my keynotes, you know, being clear is like being funny. It's a craft. And how how do you master it? So I ask people who do you think they're, you know, who, who do you think is funny? And, you know, a lot of the typical names come up and some more obscure names come up. But you know, I think of like guys like Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan. Um, you know, I think of Dave Chappelle and I think of Eddie Murphy. I mean, there's a lot of comedians, and they're all really, really different. But what we want to talk about is how they're the same. Okay, one of the comedians that I have recently discovered, which I'm kind of embarrassed I didn't know him in the past, I think he's really really funny, and he's just I'm mesmerized by how he does his his routines. Is a guy named Bill Burr, and he just has this really funny way of explaining things. Like one of the clips that I saw is he talks about losing his temper all the time, and it was just really it was funny to see how he commented on you know losing his temper with his girlfriend.
1: So I'm learning how to fix, shit, right? My girlfriend doesn't like it because she says I have a temper. You know, she's like, you know, it's just not that you're trying to fix things. It's that you get frustrated, you punch the wall, the dog starts shaking. I just don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> you know, you're a comedian; you should tell jokes. He's a plumber; he should plumb, right?
0: That's hilarious. I mean, if you could think about how he just owns the material and he's prepared, and I want to talk about. The craft of comedy and the craft of clarity and how they're so really closely connected. You know, what allows a guy like Bill Burr or any comedian that you might like stand up in front of a bunch of people and know that they're going to laugh is pretty remarkable in that whole process of doing that. So if you think about some of the, the parallels, let me just walk you through a few that come to mind. I mean, first and foremost, pick a topic, you know, pick a point and stick to it. So you look at this in meetings and, you know, people complain about meetings all day long, but they're constantly changing the point of the meeting. You know, pick one point to talk about, one main objective and stick to it. In comedy, you know, that is the key to comedy is picking something funny. I mean, Bill Burr, what he's talking about in that whole stand-up thing is about losing your temper. It's hilarious. But what makes it really easy to follow along is the whole thing is strung along around that topic. Now you can change topics, but you have a sketch or a period of time that you're talking about one thing. I mean, Jim Gaffigan comes to mind. He talks about food all the time, Hot Pockets, talks about bacon, McDonald's, I mean it's kind of a sub-thread, but he picks a topic, bacon, and he just talks about bacon.
1: Of course, what makes breakfast in bed so special is you're lying down and eating bacon, (laughs) the most beautiful thing on earth. (laughs) Bacon's the best. Even the frying of bacon sounds like applause. It's like, ah! Yay, bacon! (laughs) You wanna know how good bacon is? To improve other food, they wrap it in bacon. If it weren't for Bacon, we wouldn't even know what a water chestnut is.
0: Thank you, Bacon,
1: sincerely. Water chestnut
0: the third. You know, it's 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 hilarious how he does that. You know, so we're thinking about the 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 things that we need to do. You know, I think picking a topic is is a, is a key one. The, the second one is the time needed to prepare and rehearse. Well, I mean, imagine you wouldn't just stand up on stage and start doing comedy with no preparation, but it looks like they've not really prepared. You know, they feel they're really comfortable. They're confident. Well, this is, this is a lot of time invested in preparing. Um, there's a a clip that we show in our courses from time to time. And it's, it's a, it's an interview with Jerry Seinfeld and he's talking about how he writes comedy and It's really fascinating because in this interview, he discloses that he and Larry David wrote all of the episodes of Seinfeld, the TV show, by hand on yellow legal pads with Bic pens. I mean, think about all of that dialogue. Every inch of that show is written longhand. It's a craft. They work at it. They shave words off. They reshape. They edit, I mean, to create flow. But it's a lot of preparation. And they say it out loud. Um, they rehearse they prepare so what is our preparation i did a podcast on this not that long ago about micro preparation oftentimes we think well well, i don't have time to prepare because i'm so busy well something is better than nothing what's the point of that podcast you take 30 seconds pick before you pick up the phone take a minute before you send an email you know slow down to prepare a little bit what am i going to talk about you know why does it matter why would a person care so that preparation is key It, it, it these people take the time to rehearse and prepare so that they can hold people's attention and keep it to the, to the end. You know, we can do very similar things just throughout our day, before meetings, before calls, before a presentation, before a meeting is prepare. We We suggest using visual outlines or brief maps, whatever the tool you might use, just take the time to prepare. What am I talking about? Why does it matter? What is the key information? What do I want from the exchange? You know, what's the, what's the wrap up? What's the conclusion? You know, and if you look at comedy and clarity, you know, one of the biggest connections is there, it's, there's a setup, there's a point, there's a setup, there's a transition and there's a conclusion. You know, there's a point at the end, there's a punchline at the end, there's a payoff at the end, there's a punchline at the end, there's a topic, there's a flow. So what do you do with the body of this material in the middle? You've got this intro and the conclusion, but what do you do in the middle Oftentimes, one of the devices they use is tell a story. You know, they help us tell a story. Um, You know, I was talking about my buddy Evan. I mean, he, and this is early on. He hasn't done a lot of comedy. I think one of the first times he goes to open mic night, he talks about going to the dentist. Well, it's 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 a short story, but the story is absolutely fascinating.
1: And then I also went to the dentist today, and that's also a real thing. Um, but I'm not making up, but, uh, (laughs) and it's always, it's always a good source of material, uh, a good source of jokes. There's, um, you know, thousands of hours of dentist jokes out there. So I was kind of waiting for like something to come up, um, during my visit and I don't know, it was like halfway through and then, yeah, so I was like, oh man, this is good. Uh, so I was sitting in the chair and then, um, he's... You know, he's this got the dental tech's got his hands in my mouth and everything. Uh, sort of the standard, trying to talk to me while he's got his hands in his mouth, blah, blah, blah. But uh, anyway, so he's like telling me to like move my tongue, and like one side of the mouth and like the other side of the mouth. He's moving his, uh, you know, just going around the different teeth. And then I end up like licking his fingers while my tongue's <laughs> like going back and forth. And it was like... Normally I wouldn't have like thought anything about it, but it was like hard enough for me to notice, and like I just licked this guy's fingers. This is this is a little bit awkward, and so it was awkward enough for me to like pause and sort of like I like looked at him, and I thought like I was gonna be like the super awkward moment, um, and then he smirked, and I was like, oh man, I don't I don't know where to go with this this guy. He's either feeling super awkward or he's digging
0: it. Um, so, yeah, so, I, so use that to insert to keep people and hold people's attention. Maybe it's an analogy or vignette, but comedians do this masterfully as they're constantly inserting stories to keep our attention. And then finally, just knowing the destination, you know, going back to the Jerry Seinfeld interview, he said one of the hardest thing, if not the hardest thing in writing comedy is knowing how to end. Like the last joke has got to be the funniest, right? Why? Well, it's the, it's the last joke of the bit, right? The same thing when we communicate, the ending is the most important because it's the last thing that people hear. And oftentimes people don't think about it. It comes as a surprise or they think... I'm, I'll end when I'm finished. Well, you're forgetting the listener. The listener doesn't have an infinite attention span. So you've got to think about how you're going to end. That response in comedy is laughter. And, and you bring them to laughter, they laugh, and then they give you permission to do it again. Well, in our case, it's not laughter. Well, hopefully it's not. You know, it's when you're talking to somebody and it's clear, how do you know? You, you stop talking and then listen to what they respond. It might be a question or an indication or they pick up on a word. What was the response? Cut it shorter and think about how you're going to end and listen for the response. And that's what comedians do. Um, in, our, in in the world of clarity, it's harder because, you know, there's not laughter. Laughter sounds a certain way. Getting Do people get what you're saying? Often comes back as a question or a really good response. So at the end of the day, th- there's a lot of parallels. And I'm fascinated by this, and I'll continue to st- study it and talk to Evan and and other people that I can to to make the parallels. But what I love the most is they're both craft. It's a craft, right? And, you know, going back to my, my buddy Evan, you know, we were talking early on and again, he's not Jerry Seinfeld or Jim Gaffigan or Bill Burr or Dave Chappelle, but he's funny. And he said to me, really, really noteworthy. He said, at the end of the day, I'm doing comedy in front of 10 people or 100 people, whatever the number is. It's a small crowd, relatively small crowd. He says, the most important thing is I need to think it's funny. If I don't think it's funny, they're not going to think it's funny. So if if the whole thing is, I need to be convinced that what I'm saying is funny. It's got to make me laugh. And the same thing is true with clarity. You have to be convinced that it's clear. It's got to be clear to you to start with. So that will get you comfortable and confident that you'll deliver, that they'll get it. At the end of the joke, you go, I get it. I get the joke. I laughed. In clarity, you get it, right? It's, it's, it's clear. So it's kind of like that Seinfeld episode, you know, you know, it's not, it's not you, it's me. So you start to get into this, well, it really at the point of the comedy is, is it, is it about you, but is it about them? Is it a performance, but you need to believe in it first, you know? It's it's all that, right? So you're you're looking at, at these connections and what's the most important thing, right? You need to get it. You need to be clear first. You need to think it's funny. Okay. So the connection between comedy and clarity, you know. It's not about you, it's about them, it's about me, then you. Does that make all sense? Does that makes that make sense. Who's on first? Just saying. <laughs> well, let's see now. We have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what, out, I, and, uh, uh-huh. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, yeah, You want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's names? Well, I should. Well, you tell me the guy's name's on the baseball I team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third? You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> For more information on our books, tools, workshops, webinars, and keynotes, Please visit theBrieflab.com. T-H-E-B-R-I-E-F-L-A-B dot